Welcome to this bonus episode. If you're a longtime listener, this used to be part of the main podcast episode and I've decided to split it for the time being and see how that goes, see how people react to having the synopsis, the summary of the main episode as a separate episode. For those who only listen to this episode, it serves as a nice summary of some of the key points and the key takeaways and the actions that you can take straight away from the podcast itself. And as for anyone who listens to the main podcast, this will serve as a reminder, as a sense of accountability for you as well. So this is the bonus episode for the episode I recorded with Melina Cordero, which is all about empowering women at work, essentially. So I have some points that I wanted to share with you. Take this as an opportunity to think about yourself in your own career or in the context of leadership as well. Are you creating that kind of environment for women? The first point that Melina made was around this idea of grind culture. I'm sure you can all relate to this. We are expected these days to do more with less. But the trouble with doing more with less, not only is it bad for everyone, it's even worse for women. So it's less favourable for those underrepresented groups who may have other responsibilities as well. So that's kind of, I suppose, in the context of what it is that we're talking about. We also talked about this idea of the perception of behaviours. So when men display certain types of behaviours, it is seen as being strong or being passionate, whereas when women express these kinds of behaviours, they're seen maybe as unstable. And that causes women then to filter how they're feeling. Now, something that came up for me in that is it's finding that balance between managing your emotions at work, being aware and being safe to express your emotions. And another really important point in relation to this is when we have to mask, it's exhausting. It takes our energy away from anything else that we have to do at work, if we have to focus on hiding who we really are, hiding our authentic selves, managing our emotions or suppressing our our emotions. And this ties in with some research that I did in relation to happiness at work. So when we have to suppress who we really are or how we really feel at work, it has a negative impact. And it means that we're less productive. It means that we have less energy to give to the work that we're supposed to be doing. So it's a a really, really important point. I think we should all be able to be ourselves, but that's a cultural shift that needs to happen. Another important point that Melina made was that companies have no problem attracting and recruiting female talent. But the trouble is when it comes to retaining that talent. So they might join, they might realise that it's toxic, they might realise that there is this grind culture, that there's no focus on flexibility, all of these things. So I suppose that brings me on to the next point, which is about focusing on fixing the culture and not just on fixing women. So I think a lot of these solutions focus on women it's women's faults and if women can just be more resilient and more assertive and more confident, all of these things. But actually, if we think about the environment that we find ourselves in, we need to address the issues, the systemic issues that exist for women in the workplace as well. So it's not just about fixing women. It's about focusing on both at the same time. And sorry, just as an aside, <laughs> maybe the the use of the term fix is is not really the right thing to say here because it's not about fixing women. It's not that women are broken. It's maybe about educating women, but also 
fixing the culture at the same time. This brings me on to the next point, which is about investment. I work with a lot of organisations. I also don't work with a lot of organisations. So there's a lot of organisations that don't want to work with me. I hear various different excuses. We don't have the budget. We're decided to go in a different direction, whatever it might be. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to invest in me, but you can see very clearly which organisations are investing in leadership development, in bringing people in on programmes rather than box ticking exercises. It's very, very obvious who's doing that and who's not. And again, as a slight aside, what I'm planning to do is create a list of the companies that invest in female leaders, in female leadership programmes, in their culture, in creating that better environment for women to succeed. So if you want to get involved in that, if you want to let me know about your organisation, I'm always open to having a conversation. Feel free to email me. You will find all of my links at happieratwork.ie. Back to the point, though, about investment. So investment is not just about a box ticking exercise. It's not just about bringing someone in for International Women's Day or bringing someone in to talk about something on a one off basis. It's about embedding that learning and holding people accountable to making changes that they learned about as well. The next point then is what's actually holding organisations back? Why aren't organisations doing this? And three of the things that we talked about were, number one, it's it's overwhelming. Where do you even start with this? Number two, it could be time and budget. And number three is that can be intimidating. How do we talk openly about these things when we've never really addressed them before? We've never kind of confronted the elephant in the room. How do we start talking about them. And I think the beauty about this is that's where bringing in external help, that's where investing in your culture, investing in female talent can really bring fantastic opportunities to your organisation. And I'll leave you with this final thought, which is an important question. What are you doing to grow in awareness? And when I say you, I don't mean you and your organisation. I mean you individually. How are you growing your awareness about the culture, about what's going on for your female staff. That is it for today's bonus episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Do let me know. I always love to hear from listeners what insights they've taken, what changes they're making. So I appreciate the emails that come through and keep them coming. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. If you do want to reach out to me, you'll you'll find all of my social links on happieratwork.ie. Those of you who've been with us for a while know that we've been partnering with Skilding and the most recent evolution of this is something I really, really get behind. I really, really love this idea. We are bringing you together a set of curated episodes from the podcast specifically to do with women in leadership. They've been carefully chosen to empower you to become the leader you are supposed to be. But it's different from a normal course that you might take. It's like a mini course. Most courses would give you a content to consume, but by partnering with Skilding, we're giving you the tools to take action. So that's either by yourself or as part of a supportive community, along with me offering advice and encouragement if you want it. You can find out more about this mini course by visiting skilding.com forward slash happier. That's skill, S-K-I-L-L-D-I-N-G dot com forward slash happier.